Welcome back to Call to the Table. We're assuming at this point, you know, COVID-19, maybe it's it's dissipated. Maybe it's not. Maybe we're still quarantined. Quarantine day. <laughs> uh, but, you know, if we're still in this pandemic, we welcome you and we thank you for listening because this might be a source of entertainment that you're getting during this time of loneliness Goodness knows it's a source of entertainment for us. Yep. <laughs> Maybe you have cabin fever. I've got to do. <laughs> yes. And at this point, we're probably, what, three or four weeks in? Yep. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> we promise. We'll get through this together. I'm Liv, and uh, I all you know have the one ring that rules them all. Still, no one has taken it from me, and we've been trying to get it t- uh, tattooed on your hand. I haven't. Oh, oh, yeah, this is true. <laughs> I do have the one ring. That's what you need to tell your fiance when you see him later today. Be like, I want you to speak the black speech to me during our wedding, and then my ring <laughs> finger will start to glow, and my tattoo will rise up from my finger, and it'll be awesome. We may or may not have already made the one ring to rule them all joke several times about the engagement ring. <laughs> this may or may not have already happened. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm John, and so far I'm still having to go to work with all this. I'm Jordan, and I'm I'm suffering from cabin fever. <laughs> we got cabin fever. We got cabin fever. Thank you, Muppets Treasure brain. Island. Going me. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Because we have another person here. Technically, we're in a different, slightly different order. But anyway, I'm Caroline, and work is weird. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan and I, I are feel in this, you, bro. Jo- Jordan and I are in the same situation because we both She's work for a school system. Yeah. I get you home skillet. We're both parapros. We're both working from home, and it feels really weird. I'm having to do online classes for dancing. That's always entertaining. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Yep. And we have a special guest again today. Yep. Same one from last week. Hello! It's Clara. We just can't get rid of her. I know! I know! She came and she stayed. I mean, we tried beating her with a stick, we tried spraying pesticides, she just doesn't leave. I mean, she's been here for a whole three weeks now, or two weeks, but never mind. I mean... Like I said, she came and she stayed. What was that hashtag you used? Table kid? Table kid Table life. Table kid life. Yeah. <laughs> but with a Y. Yes. I'm yeah. going to make sure that gets put in yeah. there for our promos. Yeah. Yes. Cl- we have adopted Clara. Clara is now the, the table kid. Yeah. She's our mascot. <laughs> <laughs> was, we, that, was that the genie thing? <laughs> so, <laughs> there are gestures coming from Liv. Um, Not inappropriate ones. No, I'm just, just mim- mimicking ones. Claire over here. I said genie social one. distancing. He's not touching He's you. He's helping Six you feet. with social distancing. <laughs> Six feet. His face and his nose are technically. Did you wash that? Yes, I did. With hand sanitizer? No hand sanitizer. No. Just soap. With soap. So you wash your hands hand. with hand sanitizer? I wash my hands and then put hand sanitizer on my hands. She bathes no. in hand sanitizer. No. I wash all the way up to my elbows. Wow. It's trying times, people. Hand sanitizer and Febreze. That's Olivia Showers. Um. I didn't get Lysol once. 
recently I've, I've been Lysol just because, you know. Yeah, that also coronavirus. reminds me of a time I had to take a baby wipe shower. Where yeah, we had no running water, but we had warm baby wipes. and. Yep, it works. Africa. Yeah. My brother's done that a million times. It, yeah. it was winter Klondike and power was out. Mm. I did that in Hungary, you know. We were out in the mission field. We couldn't really take a shower. Had wipes. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're good. Um, so today we are talking about the importance of fellowship. So um, we're we, really bad at that. We're terrible <laughs> at it. the The first kind of thing I want to talk about is kind of general fellowship. Why is it so important to fellowship? with uh people just in in your daily life i'm assuming we're starting with me because we always start with me exactly yep. selfish no i'm just kidding i think it's really interrupting cool. cow <laughs> <laughs> okay you're welcome thank you um i think it's important to have fellowship because one god calls us to fellowship mm-hmm. it's you know that's kind of how the church is built uh, it is it is the purpose of the church is mm-hmm. community and fellowship and having that relation with other people, um, but then it also just fulfills that like community sense that I think everyone even introverts have mm-hmm. as far as like needing to bond with somebody and having somebody sit with you with like interests and being able to communicate and you know actually enjoy your you know conversation, you know, activities, whatever it is you're doing, because fellowship isn't just like chit-chatting. It can also be like, you know, some people like to go paintball gunning. I I haven't done that in a long time. Boy in the room. I want to go paintball gunning. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go paintball gunning. Let's go paintball gunning. I don't know. I've got to replace some O-rings. It's called just going and play paintball. Gunning. It means that you're not shooting paintballs, you're shooting paintball guns out of paintball guns. So, yeah. Oh, that yeah. would yeah. hurt. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what the round I was going. Is. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, just, you know, paintball having gunnery. that fellowship is, is incredibly important. Yes. G. Well, I've got... No! That's how you do that job. <laughs> I was trying to set you up. Thank, Thank you. <laughs> you got played. <laughs> Just wait, you haven't answered the question yet. <laughs> but I have two points on this one. Great. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Social distancing. She just needs a foot and she'll <laughs> answer the question. I'll make her part of the clan of the foot. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be Liv's own personal <laughs> diary during the coronavirus dealing with feet. Yes. <laughs> All the feet. Why are there so many feet? <laughs> answer feet. the question. <laughs> so, first part is I'm not. 100% sure where I heard this before, but I heard in the past that mentally a person needs to talk to about five different people a day to stay mentally sane if you're going to go over a long period of time. On average. On average. So, I mean, yes, you can have days where you only talk to one person or... Ow! <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me that time. You can finish. I just I have a comment afterwards. But it's... To help fulfill your sense of being able to communicate and get stuff out of your own head. Mm-hmm. You go ahead and answer, ask your question because... 
You socialize with more than five people every day. What's your excuse to oh, say that? I'm an extrovert. Well, he is. I'm, yeah. That I'm does mentally, not tell me and that's give why me hope that you are average. mentally sa- sane. I'm going off the mentally sane part. Oh, me, no. I mean, I've been mentally insane for years. I, mean, okay. I ran cross country, and cross country is a mental sport, and we're all insane. So. As long as we're understanding. <laughs> I mean, that's the one thing you guys have in common is just that you're both mentally insane. Yeah. There you go. There's more than that that's in common, but... Oh. That's true. The second point is being alone is the single most damaging thing that you can do mentally, that you can do physically. When you're by yourself, it is extremely hard if anything happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. You were playing with it, and I want something to play with. <laughs> so we're stealing rings. Yes. Rings is a so, common theme now. <laughs> I, have, I have a ring that Daddy made, and me and John share it, so... I'm playing with it now. But this kind of goes back to the last week's episode with fear of fear when you're by yourself is really hard to get out of. Yep. When you have another person in the mix, it makes it easier to move on. I would... <laughs> as what was that look? Push up the glasses. Hatred. I was just looking over and putting I'm my glasses back. I'm perfectly healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I said nothing. That you, said everything. you said nothing very loudly. I literally loudly. took a glance. Okay, I'm going to take your glances now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. I would say with fellowship, it even says in there from the very beginning... It is not good for man to be alone. I mean, that's... The... You stole my answer! I do that frequently. No! Um, <laughs> Get over it. So I think I think that you take that cue from from God at the very beginning. I mean, it's in the first couple of chapters of Genesis of it is not good for man to be alone. And I think if, even for people who sit there and say, well, I don't want to go out and I don't want to, you know, have to make new friends or that's something that makes them nervous then that's something that you need to specifically then go and pray for that you are strengthened to go find somebody or a group of friends or whatever that you can that you have something in common with so that's what i would say clara hello i think there's a positive i think fellowship is really positive depending on how you process i think if you're a verbal processor obviously fellowship can be a very positive thing in that way, also it can be a negative thing. But I think also if you're more of like a, if you process on the inside, that can be really dangerous. Don't look at me like that. I'm, just, I'm listening to you. <laughs> that can be You notice dangerous. I watch when people talk. Oh, I've, I've Here, this is help. <laughs> but that can be really dangerous because being alone with like your, per, your own thoughts can be too much for one person to handle a lot of times. So I feel like fellowship can help you process in that way. And that's like a completely different I'm taking this a completely different direction than anybody else, but that's fine. I think that it's important for processing, depending on how you process, but it also can be a negative thing if you're a verbal processor. Basically, it's the right balance of fellowship and individuality. Absolutely. Liv, I need to stretch. Please forgive me. I'm not doing this on purpose. It's <laughs> fine. There's distance and there's, it's not intentionally at If me. you turn okay. this way, you can do it this way. Okay. But still, I got it. Thank you. I'm sorry. No, I was done. Okay. What about you, Caroline? Okay, so before somebody stole, it's what I do best. It's what I do blatantly. Yeah. As if we knew. Well, I read Caroline's mind, don't you know? 
That's how I get all my nuts. I just read her mind. What am I thinking about right now? Killing no. her. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not appropriate. Well, you know, it's like Homer. I know you can read my mind, boy. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> yeah, apparently Bart is canonically a telepath. Because on several occasions he does read people's minds. Anyway, so... ADD. Uh, Simpsons being... reference for all of you youngins who don't know what that is. <laughs> the Simpsons I mean, is still around! Well, their last episode aired in 2012. Still. Uh, so, that we were created for fellowship. Yes. I was going to start with that as a springboard. And that... I know we've already mentioned this, but it is detrimental to our emotional, spiritual, physical well-being if we are not in fellowship, uh, sometimes even at the right times, because God set aside a whole day for us to fellowship specifically with Him uh -huh. during the creation. And people who, like, I'm thinking specifically in times during history where they try to change the work week, like Rome did, was it like eight? days was a week or 10 days was a week rome did several it, different weird things i mean it screwed people over well, they started know. off with a 10-month calendar and then ended up with a 12-month calendar let's yeah. just start with that but i mean if you don't have that day we're throwing out history onto live and live which is why like, december uh, no i'm the last month here. is desi which means 10. I, I know i'm sitting here just thinking like i work 10 day work weeks but that's not a week but still, <laughs> you work ten days consecutively. Yeah, that's so not a week. You could just okay. Well, the Romans 30... are insane. I can say that because I'm Italian. I've done that thirty-one days straight working. So I mean, and it is detrimental to your health. Very. I don't mean this in a bad way, but coronavirus has given me some time off that I have not had since Christmas break. Kind of happy about it. And there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Yeah, I haven't had a day off since Christmas break. And so I took some time off, and it was not really. I didn't have it taken. In this time, by the time this comes out, I have taken oh, some time yeah. off. So that time off was created specifically for refreshing fellowship. And this, I mean, I guess it's part of the fellowship too, but I've heard that if newborns aren't held enough, mm -hmm. then they are, like, going to be not damaged, but you know yeah, what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're going to have a disorder for the rest of their life. And that's a kind of fellowship. Mm -hmm. Like to, to say we were literally meant to be held and touched and talk to other people and other stuff. That's why solitary confinement, people go insane. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, they disconnect from, and I was going to kind of, we can kind of go into this. The next thing I was going to say is what is the negative part of I'm having trouble with recall but the the consequences of not doing of not having fellowship well so, there you go I know so good leading good job oh. um but yeah what you were talking about with solitary confinement that after like I think they said after like six or seven hours they have lost track of time and yeah. we think of six or so I know we think of like a work day you know six seven eight hours by the time they hit that point, they have lost track. They There have been people that have come out of solitary confinement that have been in there for weeks. And they're like, seriously, after, like, I I don't know. They think it's been months that they've been in there. Because they mm -hmm. just completely detach from all reality of what's going on. But say even after 24 hours, some people are like, I've been in there for at least a week. Yeah. They can't, they're not even counting their meals. I mean, mm -hmm. if you count your meals, you can figure it out, but. Because there's just nothing. Yeah. 
Right. You have black, blackness. Yeah. I think pulling back out of the, like, extreme. Yes. <laughs> a little bit. One of the, like, downsides of not fulfilling that need and that desire, even introverts need that fellowship yeah. time. I think one of the consequences that can happen, and I mean, I guess this is still part of the extreme, but we look at being involved in youth mm-hmm. quite frequently um, as a dance teacher and having siblings who are still in high school. I think that lack of fellowship, whether it be, you know, in person or even through like online sense, yeah. uh, does do a lot of damage, especially to the youth. And that's why we've seen a huge spike in school shootings and in teen suicides Yeah, mm-hmm. um, because of the lack of fellowship, because they don't have that fellowship with their parents. They don't have that fellowship with their classmates, that, that yeah. community. And they reach, it, they seek out that fellowship and end up with very bad influences that start planting that seeds of hatred and exactly. dissatisfaction and other stuff. And Exactly. Or they find the fellowship with an older man or an older girl or whatever, and it leads them that way where now they're sleeping around or they're in a situation where they're getting kidnapped and and put into slavery all because they decided to try to gain that fellowship with somebody online that they had no idea who it was. And I think we'd probably be best to take one second to describe more fellowship. It's not just being around and talking to people, but having a connection with the people yes. you yes. are around yeah. and talking to. Yes. Yeah, it's not just standing in a room and being like, okay, I'm around people. It's inner. It's the yeah. interaction and the connection. Because you can be a wallflower with that red so- solo cup talking to the cat. And, I mean, there is still that connection with the cat. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, honey. Caroline, do we can... need to get you a starter kit for the crazy cat lady? No. Okay. I've known some real-life crazy cat ladies and I want literally nothing to do with that. Gotcha. Okay, good. I think for for me coming off of, because last month we talked about, was it last month we talked about mental illness? No, it was February we talked about mental mm-hmm. illness. I think for me... No, wait, that, that th- was the last time that we recorded. No, because March is coming out. So... We're talking... We recorded talking in February. January. Oh! Yeah. When we recorded in January, released in February... Because okay. you gotta remember we're a month ahead. Oh, I. Sorry. It gets we're, confusing. We're you guys go ahead. I'll catch <laughs> up. <laughs> Veggie Tales reference. Um, I think for me, a big part, and we all experienced this last year when there was stuff going on with my family, I closed off and I hid away. And f- that was so detrimental because what that meant was is that other than John, I had nobody to help process stuff. Which, Clary, you said that. Yeah. I had no one keeping me in check. And so when I started getting out of control and I started taking that into my own hands of trying to gain that control back by self-harm and stuff, it it was... When I finally came out and said that I had done that to, to the people in this room and to the other friends that we have, their instant reaction was, well, why didn't you call me? Why didn't you tell me? Why? I know, Liv, that was something we talked about, mm-hmm. which you were like, you know, I respected the fact that there was family stuff, but I wish you would have told me that this is what you needed. Yeah. I wish there had been some communication. And Caroline, we've had this talk because you've been friends with me for, you know, years, and you've seen me through everything just about. 
And you have... On my side, too. Yeah. <laughs> you've had the same reaction when, when I have closed that door. You have always said, I just, I don't want to force the door open, but I no. know you need it. <laughs> I'll force the door open. I know Liv will. <laughs> just call me. I'll force it open. I know, but then Jordan gets really upset with me if I do that. No, that's I why wanna... I'll force the door well, open, okay. and then you come in after. She'll blame John in about two seconds, and I'd actually believe it, too. <laughs> like, if she's like, so John called me, you need to get out of your house, I'd be like... John, why did you text Liv? And the funny thing is, John would take the blame too. You'd be in the clear. No one would ever know. <laughs> I'm hold on. I'm respecting your privacy by knocking, but I'm asserting my dominance as your parent by coming in anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Anybody get that? Fairly loud parents reference. Yes, yes of course. Yay, good. That. See, and I will have to. I'm going to add a little bit because when you close yourself off, that kind of forced me to close off because oh, true. It dragged me with you. Because, yes, I was interacting with people, like, at work, but that's not the same as going and hanging out with these lovely people. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think, Olivia included. I think isolation... Too much estrogen in the room. Has... <laughs> <laughs> isolation has more power in the consequence side yeah. of fellowship. Uh, when we talk about fellowship, being isolated and being alone ha- is is the consequence. Yeah, and is the root of whatever that consequence manifests in. Yep. What about you two? It's been a minute since we've heard from the side of the room. I feel like I've kind of already talked about my side of. Yeah, you the sparked yeah. it, Clara. What about you? Uh, coming from the teen side of it, what do you think is a uh... teen speak? <laughs> <laughs> Be the new segment, Teen Speak with Clara. <laughs> Start my own podcast, guys. I'm getting out of here. I'm doing my own thing. Oh, see, yeah. Caroline, my... Caroline, this is where you push her because she's on the edge and she just falls right over. Feel my dog's see... what's lit. <laughs> let, me, let me just tell you, it is possible Wrong to do millennia. more than one podcast. <laughs> you would know. But see, that's how you became the way you are, and I don't know if I want that for myself. Oof. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> here, here. Nice heart. Social distancing. Can you tell what my theme is for this month? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's not my lawyers this time. We're going to fellowship, but social distance fellowship. Yeah. See, Olivia, as long as your lawyers aren't involved, it doesn't matter. I saw this really Thank cute you. picture. I know we're talking about social distancing a little bit of these like six dads in this little suburban area and they're all in the middle of the cul-de-sac, 6 feet apart drinking beer. Nice. It is just adorable. This little circle of older men. Where <laughs> I love it. You asked me my input on are we talking about like the, the negative cons- yeah, side the consequences side of, of it. things? Okay. Well, I think the consequence to not opening up to like people in your circles completely is that you're losing the whole idea of fellowship and like you're losing that entire picture. I agree. That like Christ created for us. He didn't create us to cut ourselves off. Yeah. I got one more thing to add. Oh yeah. This goes back to Now you're interrupting Clara? I interrupted him, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Going back to going back in time a little bit to nine eleven. One of the slogans that came out that was all over the country was, united we stand, divided we fall. Yeah. Yeah. In fellowship, we are able to stand up. As individuals, we fall by the wayside. Well, and biblically, too, we're sitting here and we realize that when two or more are gathered, but under ten. (laughs) 
Yeah. He is, we we, he we is. are following that right now. Don't with y'all five. Dare. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, He's the Holy Spirit is not going to come unless we are strictly under 10. <laughs> Holy yes. Spirit's like, man, I don't want COVID. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's fellowship. When two or more are gathered, mm-hmm. he will be there. So yes, yeah, yeah I am. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Pretty well, and you brought that up with mission trip thing of the fact that there were two more and you guys were together and laying hands on each other and just praying and, yeah. and being united in that. So, yeah, absolutely. And honestly, that's a big reason why with the podcast, for this podcast, we wanted it to be the four of us because we knew that individually or, or just two, it didn't matter what pairing we did unless it was Liv and John because that's just going to be them fighting the entire time. They'll have an hour of content. It'll just be bickering. <laughs> just be bickering the whole time. I think I'll say shut up 600 times. John, yeah. shut up. Shut up. John, shut, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Social Seriously. distancing. Shh. Don't put your feet near me. <laughs> I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you, but you're close enough to me that it feels like you're touching me. If you push me, I swear, don't touch my back. <laughs> Liv's afraid of falling, even off of a chair. No, I fall off a chair in the piece that we're doing for... You flip my chair, though. <laughs> chairs are fine. I've danced in chairs to the point I've fallen out of enough chairs where it's fine. It's like, look, but nobody's ever flipped me in the chair. No, not yet. Not try a, that. No, we should it's not. It's not a new level of I'm gymnastics fine. I'm ready to do. I'm good. That's happened to me before. Uh-huh. Probably deserved it. Okay, so, um, we're, asking, we're, we're you finished with no, your statement, no. Clara? <laughs> I think so. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what? I was going to ask a question. Go for it. How can we best advise people, because this is, this is assuming, um, when this podcast comes out, we're still in a state of quarantine. Well, even if we're not, I think I know where you're going with this, and it's something to know for in the future in case this happens. Yeah. Um, what advice, what kind of stance or how can we take this idea of fellowship when we're under a pandemic that is a viral infection so going forward knowing that if someone coughs and has COVID-19 it is now spreading yeah how can we participate in fellowship while keeping social distancing or being under like because the right now the thing is 10 and less yeah yeah <laughs> I think this is where I know in the in the past there have been a lot of negativity with with everybody being on their phones more. This is one of those things where technology, uh, <laughs> yeah, where technology actually ends up being a uniting thing. Yes, there are programs, and and Love was complaining about how many programs she has on or apps she has on her phone now to connect. But the fact is, there are so many apps that you can use. One of the biggest mm-hmm. ones that the school systems have been using, and it's just been a saving grace, is Zoom, which is mm-hmm. like a better version of Skype. Mm-hmm. Um, big fan of Zoom. Big fan of Zoom. So, um, there's, you know, you would be able to sit there, and, and churches are doing Instagram Live and Facebook Live mm-hmm. of their sermons and taking questions in from people who are who are watching. And even this week, uh, not this week, last month, we did a live podcast for, for in the midst of when COVID first came out mm-hmm. um, and had people who were submitting comments and we were praying and stuff like that, you know, and, and that may be something we do again in the future. That was just an opportunity that came up. We were like, hey, let's take it. Um, I was in a meeting. Yeah, Liv was in a meeting all day. I do want to add one quick joke, if you don't mind, with the tenor, <sighs> tenor less. Families of 11 and more, you got to start kicking some of your family members out. I'm sorry. I didn't think about that. I'm sorry. Yeah. We came them in the basement. That's 11 kids. 
Anyway, I wanted to add, I think a lot of times the younger generation thinks that posting and doing stories and like group chats, that counts as fellowship, but that does not count in my opinion. I agree with you. Yeah. Because it's not, like even texting doesn't really count in my opinion, unless it's on a little bit more, more of a deeper level. I feel like if you're going to use your phone as a tool mm-hmm. to have fellowship with others, you're going to call them. Yeah. It's like, yeah. A sense pick of, up the phone and call. Yeah, it's a sense of quality time. Absolutely. It's oh, the yeah. intention behind. I think fe- the difference between fellowship and just hanging out, like, yeah. in, in my mindset, when I'm hanging out with people, it is a form of fellowship. Mm-hmm. We are podcasting! That's the second time already. Listen, listen, what was with those gigantically huge bangs I heard in the other room? Didn't you hear it? I was like, I heard a gun go off. I was finding the house. Bang. (laughs) I I was like, I can't find it! (laughs) I heard a dog barking. I was like, good night alive. What is going we on here? We live in the country. Sorry. <laughs> it I mean, all you need to hear is now. Dun, 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 <laughs> We're not in the boondocks yet. I mean, we haven't we gotten there yet. But who knows? Those are bellies. What was I saying? I can't. We were talking about the quality of like using your phone to allow. Oh yeah, yeah. No, so like, it's the intention behind it. Like when I text somebody, and. It's less personal, you know, mm-hmm. unless I'm investing time into what I'm saying. If I'm sending, like, a real quick, like, blip, mm-hmm. you know, obviously I can send a text in a very short amount of time. If it's, like, responding to an, a question or something like that and I send it, I'm not spending quality time. But if I'm sending mm-hmm. you, like, a novel, there's a little bit more invested mm-hmm. into right. that. Oh, yeah. I and mean, yeah. Even, like... Even the intention in relationships, knowing that you're going to see that person again and you're keeping that person updated until you see them, that's like me and my best friend. Like, I keep her updated until I see her so that when I see her, it's it's not like she's lost me and she doesn't know where I'm, what's happening. She, I keep her updated, but, like, that doesn't count. That's only feeding the future quality time that we will spend in person. Right. And, and that, go ahead. Yeah. I think it all comes down to the content being shared. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you can be texting about a deep conversation because right. one of you is not able to actually talk on the phone for right. whatever reason. I'd much rather talk on the phone. Or oh, in yeah. person. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I used to be, I want to do it in person. If I can't do it in person, it's going to be over a phone call. Right. And it's been getting more and more less of that as time has gone on. Right. And I'm going to take this even to, because, Clary, you mentioned, like, keeping your friend, you know, in tabs of what mm-hmm. you're doing for mm-hmm. the future mm-hmm. fellowship that you have. With a marriage, John and I have gotten to points where, you know, he comes home and we eat and we're playing video games and that's about it. Or we're on our phones and it got to a point where both of us sat there and we were like, okay, yes, we're spending time together, but there's no, t- like, it's not being a shared fellowship You're together. You're doing what Amy and Sheldon did, yes. which is parallel play. Yes. <laughs> it's um, what toddlers do. Yes. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, we'd talk about it and stuff, but that we had to sit there and realize that when we are immediately on technology and we don't take the time to ask about each other's days and we're, you know, (laughs) we're social distancing (laughs) where, you know, he's on his phone for an hour and then we eat and then I'm on my phone for an hour or whatever, Mm -hmm. There had to, we had to figure that out of a balance to where we're not losing our individuality Mm -hmm. in the sense of being able to have time to ourselves since we both work. Mm -hmm. But 
you are married. We are married. <laughs> and so being able to spend time together. And then on top of that, there's another level within a marriage where you have your individuality and you have you together fellowshipping and then the fellowship with your friends and realizing that you need to not be together, just the two of you solely for long periods of time. And that was, John mentioned that with what I went through last year because I isolated myself. He then isolated himself because he couldn't invite people over here because he knew that that would make me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So now he's having to take that hit and he doesn't. And then on top of that, he doesn't want to leave me because he doesn't want to, he doesn't know what I would do. So there's a whole, there's like three levels within a marriage of, of having to balance fellowship and it's, it's hard work. (laughs) So. I think also like, especially with going back to the whole texting and like fellowship Mm -hmm. with that, if you don't know the person very well, it can be so easy to have all those misunderstandings. And I feel like it's more of a box that we like to check off. It's like, oh, I'm in relationship with this person whether it's a friend or, like, mm-hmm. any kind of relationship. So I'll just, I'll send them a quick text. But that is when I found in all of my personal, like, friendship relationships, that's when all the most, like, that's when all the hiccups happen. That's yes. when the problems start. If you don't know that person well enough, if you haven't. We and know yet, this. And yet, <laughs> we have been able to figure out a way to text each other. Yeah, but that happened after 12 years of friendship. Whoa. I know, I'm just saying. I'm but, just saying, but no, what it can be done. <laughs> it can be done. I mean, you can solve it, but it does take We're a lot of work. People, though. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> the children are interrupting. Um, We're having our own conversations. They I know. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I would just like to point out we have had that conversation before, and I was inserting a joke yeah. because we've never had an issue with miscommunication. No, it's because, because you both clearly know your intent towards each other. Exactly. Yes. Violence. <laughs> Rage monster. <laughs> Liv's wedding is going to be very interesting. It's going to be just a lot of fun. No, no. You're right on my face. We have issues. Don't give her another pimple. Don't give her a permanent one. Especially if she's going to be married this year. It's great. I'm sure the Sharpie will be washed off by then. Yeah, I washed my body with hand sanitizer. Gone. Hundred <laughs> um, percent alcohol or Bath and Body Works, which is sparkles. I don't do that one. <laughs> no, she makes her own. See, she takes a huge amount Ooh, of hand sanitizer mom, and then she puts in all of the glitter. And I don't do glitter. No, mm, I don't do glitter. Take the she rubbing alcohol, take the aloe, and ago. marry them together. What? Shh. Okay. <laughs> anyway, fellowship. In answer to to the question, which we did a very roundabout way, I think utilizing the technology that we have, if we're having to be isolated, using FaceTime, using Zoom, using... Yeah, and make sure it's quality. Yeah, I mean, w- yeah, obviously just, like, there's... Put them in the background and take a nap. Like, that's weird. Quality over quantity. Yeah. Yeah. I think we did a um, Zoom meeting with the staff at our school, and it was it was purely supposed to be a professional learning. And towards the end of it, one of our teachers um, said, not one of the teachers that I personally work with, but in the building, said, I just have to ask, is anybody else struggling with having to let go? We talked about this a little bit last night about... Um, they were like, is, is anybody else just having trouble letting go from, from work and home now that we're working from home? Like, is anybody else struggling with worrying? And like, everybody spoke at once, which like almost shut down my computer. 
Um, <laughs> a cacophony because, of blah. <laughs> yeah, because it was like, and because all the teachers were like, oh, girl, yes. Like, it was. Simultaneously. Yeah, I mean, it was really, it was sad. Everybody fixes glasses. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. In a way, it was sad because it was sad that everybody's struggling with that, but. Reassuring to know that it yeah. wasn't just you. Yeah, it was really, it all of a sudden became that fellowship time of everybody kind of sitting there and being like, this is what I've had to do. This is what I've had to do. Have you tried this? Have that? Has this helped? And on top of that, our administrators were on there, and so the administrators were administrators were able to sit there and use some words of affirmation going back to our love languages of saying you guys have you know been so good at adjusting this you guys have handled this really well we're doing everything we can to make sure that you guys are getting the resources you need so it was a really it went from a professional learning to just this almost united you know of of the teachers and being able to sit there and go we're all here for each other like right. we're all struggling and that was so uplifting i think for a lot of the teachers yeah um to know that they are not isolated even though we are yeah. but that they can reach out and that there is some comfort yeah so. and that's kind of bouncing off of that that's kind of something that i've really appreciated with one of my jobs well you know both of my jobs the communication lines are so wide right now and so high up there and like we we've been using zoom yeah. we we have group me right now and just kind of talking back and forth and just reminding ourselves that like our job is so social yeah. you know we are like i'm also a teacher it's so there's so much socializing going on and having to record a dance class is really difficult because i'm used to being able to sit there and be like do you guys understand? Mm -hmm. Can I see you do it again? I don't even get to see them do it. Mm -hmm. I send it trusting that I have explained it well enough to where they're not going to hurt themselves and that they're doing it in a place where it's like safe and they're not going to break a lamp. You know, yeah. I make jokes about it and I'm going to keep making jokes about it. But I know a lot of those students come to class because it's, we're, we're seen as mentors to them. We're seen yeah. as like, you know, the uplifting part of their day yeah and now that's been removed you know and it might yep. not I'm not saying that their families are not that for them but like Clara if you don't mind like Clara and I have you know a mentorship going on mm -hmm. and I could not imagine going three weeks without checking in and making sure that she's okay and checking in on how she's doing as far as like how's your classwork going how's this going because I don't get to have that coffee date that we usually yeah. do. I don't get to have that interaction, that mentorship that we're doing is now kind of stifled and we have to now rely on constant phone calls and, and things when both of us much rather meet in person and hang yeah. out and, yeah. and go get, you know, Chick-fil-A or some coffee or, you know, nice Biscoff Frappuccino from Circa, shout out. Instead of saying go break a leg, do you say don't break a lamp? No, we, um... I guarantee you, you will trip over your cat when you do this move. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I killed him a long time ago. <laughs> telling a dancer to break a leg is actually bad luck. Yeah. Um, we say oh. something else. Mer we say married to each other. Yep. I know. In the same language, pourquoi? <laughs> French. Yeah, I said in the same language, why? <laughs> That's just something us dancers do, and I know what it means, and I'm very... we, still, we still say married to, like, it is something that you literally, like, any dance studio, any company you go to, like, my directors, everyone, 
I was 10 when I learned about this. It's married. You go out and stage. Mm-hmm. That is... Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. But I think, like, we, we live in a current time where, thank goodness, we do have technology. Yeah. To where, you know, I don't think if this happened two years ago, we would not have this. We did not have this opportunity when Hurricane Harvey hit when I was in Houston. Yeah, no. This was not an idea. This was not a concept. This was not something that we could potentially even kind of dive into. We had the technology for it, but just not the knowledge we have now for it. Yeah. So. Well, and even with Skype! the... <laughs> yeah. even even with just recording That's the so pod hard. even just recording with the podcast there's you know we were lucky enough that we're not secluded to our houses we are able to go out and be with people that are, you know as long as it's 10 or less which obviously we are but even with that had we been completely quarantined the app that we use which is anchor to to broadcast it out has a call-in option where you can call in people and do it remotely from your home. So right. we, th- that even in and of itself, I knew that was a blessing that we could at any point during the week, had it gotten so serious that we couldn't leave our houses, we could have called in and still done the podcast yeah. and still been able to have that. Cause this is, I mean, this is fellowship when we do this. I know Absolutely. we're specifically talking to viewers, but or listeners, but it's still, we get fellowship out of this. I was trying to figure out what you're doing. You're wrapping strength. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Hair. I was like, we still have like 15 minutes. It's all good. Hair. No. <laughs> so, do we have any shout outs? We do not. Oh, we have a shout out. Yes, we do have a shout out. To so the person literally in the room with us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> made it! Um, <laughs> the prize is the best of all. So, um, we did... A, our, our, our own take on Google Doodles yes. this month, and that was really fun, and it kind of showed our artistic side in a different light. Yes. Um, and our first one was Jordan's and Caroline's, which were super fun, and we did have someone guess correctly, and it was Clara underscore Mount, who is gracing us with her presence, presence. <laughs> today. She said the Yay. shout out before we started recording, she physically manifested in the room. I know. amazing. I'm here. So yeah, Clara underscore Mount. First off, thank you for being here, but also thank you for guessing correctly on our first. It only took me seven times. It yeah. did and take only you four a of you. Yes. <laughs> yes, it did well, take you a second. There were 16 different common... Wait, hold on, no. Two, no, that was John's. That was John's that had the longest. We'll talk about that next week. (laughs) But yeah, John's had the longest, the longest comments for guessing. So to wrap it up, I think it's the only one with the mustache. (laughs) So did it really take that long? Was it my? I figured it was John's that had the most comments. Seven. Was ours the one that had the most comments? Y'all's had. We both both of them had seven. Okay. As Clara tried to reason out who's was yeah. who's. Yeah, them are Clara's. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to annoy them. It's, it's okay. okay. It's okay. We like your annoyings. You do? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> we like her Some annoyings. Some of you guys. <laughs> I constantly affirm you that I love you. So. Oh, okay. We Don't all worry. love you. Thank you. So to wrap it up, why is fellowship so important specifically within the church? We've talked about it personally. Mm-hmm. Why is fellowship specifically needed and uh, important in the church? Well, mine is actually still a personal reason. I have like 600,000 questions usually at the end of a church service mm-hmm. just because I like to have more knowledge and in-depth and conversation about what we're studying. 
You want to um, treat it like a con, where it's like they have the panel that goes on, and then they have the microphone up, yeah. and it's like, okay, so question one. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I just I just have questions. I just want to ask questions. Like, let me ask a question. Pastor, let me ask a question! That actually be really cool, though. <laughs> right? It would take a lot of time, because I have a lot of questions. But the fellowship aspect of church being small groups. Yeah really helps me personally kind of hone into, well, these are the questions I had about the, the service. These are the questions I had about the sermon. I can now ask one of the pastors, you know, small group leaders who is in connection with him kind of furthering that conversation and ask the questions that I may or may not have, you know, and hear other people's questions and converse with other people on, mm-hmm. you know, our opinions. It kind of gives me that opportunity to sit down and sit down and be like, how did you receive the message today? I received it this way. Oh, they differ. How did they differ? Why did they differ? You know, so for me, I think the fellowship in church being small groups is, is massively important mm-hmm. because of that aspect. I mean, we are called to be the body of Christ, and the body... Not the social distancing, kind of slightly together, but at the same time, (laughs) vaguely person-shaped body of Christ. See, there's no social distancing in the Bible, Olivia. We're under quarantine. (laughs) Don't touch me. Yes, there's no social distancing in... There was plagues. They had slightly social distancing in the Bible. It they just called it something else. else. They <laughs> called it slaves still work, everybody else hide. <laughs> the leper colonies outside. Uh, I literally just thought you said leprechaun colonies. <laughs> <laughs> the leprechauns are outside. Was there pots of gold? Yeah. Don't you I guys realize like... their home used to be in the center of the Middle East? I just was like... Leprechauns are not in the Bible. <laughs> Lepers. Got no. it. Don't you understand? Okay. Leprechauns yeah. are the descendants of Esau because they were red-haired. There Whoa. you go. There you go. I love it. I don't get a history lesson a... today. <laughs> I know. Liv gets it every time we record. Every time she gets it. <laughs> she checks out during history. I don't. I learn stuff every time. And there I completely go. lost track of where I was going. You Sorry, were we were talking about the leprechaun colonies. Uh, we were talking social about distancing social distancing history. in the Bible. There's no social distancing in the Bible. Being the body, okay. Being body, oh yeah. And being the body includes, you know, the hands, the feet, the fingers. The hands must be sanitized. It, it requires... <laughs> the feet must feet? be covered. You can see the feet. Olivia is personally one of the toes on one of the feet. <laughs> <laughs> She's a pinky. <laughs> you need that for balance. There you She's go. The one that gets but you need She's all the time. A pinky. Huh? Anyways, You're the one that gets stubbed all the time. Cause I always stub my big toe because I walk turned out. Um, true. We pull. But that requires more than just one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You try to do everything that's needed within a church by yourself. You are going to be burnt out. Burnt out. Poor. Not just poor, but. <laughs> Homeless. I mean, you're going to be completely unable to help anybody. You do it by yourself. You're going to be poor. You're not going to have any money. You get paycheck to paycheck. You get nothing. Because, I mean, if you try to do it to the full extent that the Bible calls for, your entire paycheck would be going to all the needy. I just saw an opportunity. I ran with it. They tried, you know, being the feet of the church, apparently. They tried an early form of socialism in the very first early church, and, I mean, it didn't quite work out. They did their best, but it was like, we we tried. They gave it a try. So, um, I think for me it goes back to if you, it's establishing 
it's a healthy way to go out and find new friends and stuff like that. That Stuff like that. Sorry, I got a text message. Being able to go out and find friends and a community to be with in a safe environment. Because yeah. I feel like so many times we get, especially if you're more introverted like I am or like Caroline is, you don't want to go out necessarily and, like, put yourself out there mm-hmm. and, like, go join a bunch of random people that you don't know. But if you're going to a church regularly and you start going to small groups, whether that's a Bible study or if that's, you know, a young adults group or whatever, that is, you are now able to go and maybe get closer with those people and become more friends with them. And or you're some not chosen people of those people. Right. But without having to go out and find, you know, a comic book group that you don't know anybody. At least you know people and you're you're deepening those relationships. That sounds like so much fun. A comic book group? That sounds like fun. But I'm an extrovert. Third podcast. (laughs) We may or may not be talking about comic books soon. On the other ones. Uh Okay. Okay. But yeah, I think it's just a good opportunity to, to... Make some deeper friendships without having to go and necessarily put yourself out there with complete strangers. Clara. What was the root of the question? The root of the question is why... Fellowship in the church. I know. Why is it so important to have fellowship in the church? It's a bad game of telephone. It's it's great because we all take questions in such a different perspective. It it makes for... A very interesting podcast. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's important to have that fellowship and not take it the wrong way and say... I can portray that perfect picture to these people that are in the church. Like, Ooh, I can portray yeah. that perfect picture, and that counts as fellowship. That doesn't count as fellowship. Like, the, that vulnerability is really what counts, and having that accountability and that real, true, trustworthy relationship with Christ in the middle and at the forefront of all of your friend relationships and any relationship you have, that is what's important in my mind having those relationships and having fellowship within the church. Just taking down that wall and that, that persona. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. That's something we tend to tend to do is put on a persona. And we What? I'm looking. Oh. All right, Caroline. <laughs> I'm thinking more about unity and fellowship in the aspect of being one in our beliefs and our message because if we don't have that fellowship together I mean, we we have a message to send to the world that a lot of people don't believe in because, you know, invisible God up there in control Mm. of everything. And when we fellowship together, we're able to strengthen each other in our beliefs, Uh, reading the Bible together, we're able to challenge each other, uh, learn from each other, like Mm -hmm. what we do here, you know. It's like what we we said, lives, learns history every time. We we teach each other as much as we learn. Yeah. And building each other up and having those deep lasting bonds not just for our faith but I mean as friendships building us up as people I'm thinking specifically of Paul calling Peter out and Mm -hmm. I don't think that he could have done that well I mean of course he could have done that because he was a fiery you know that was just Paul's personality but I don't think it would have been taken as well if uh, they didn't have that relationship of trust yeah. That they had with each other. Well, and Paul even says that he, he, when he's in prison and stuff like that, he talks about how he can feel those members of from Corinth and from Rome yeah. praying for him. And that to is have, the fellowship. To have that deep of a fellowship that you mm-hmm. can feel it in prison. 
you know, mm-hmm. thousands of miles away. That's that's huge. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I completely agree. Well, cool guys. Any questions, comments, concerns that we that any of y'all have? Wash your hands. I'm concerned. Why are you concerned, Caroline? I just am in general. Oh, okay. So I have an emotional outburst. I'd like to add. Okay. Ah. 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 It's like the vine. We're proud of that. Thank you for opening up to us. I'm Olivia. not better about opening up. I used to not open up, like period. Like I used to have like big walls, but it's like the now vine. the walls They're are coming down. Like Jericho's walls. Yeah, they were. They're big. They're coming down. They are. We Most of them are that. gone. Yeah. Did, did they have to circle you seven times for a week <laughs> and blow corns at you? Nah, it's just a presentation of Chick Fil A. <laughs> I just have this vision of the arc of the chicken nugget. I just have this chicken nugget. <laughs> chicken nugget with with the cows instead of cherubs coming up and holding holding the chicken. <laughs> hey, how much money you got? Sixty nine cents. Oh, you know what that means? I don't have enough money for chicken nuggets. <laughs> I love chicken nuggets. Okay, anyway. So no, I was just saying I had this vision of like people circling Olivia with horns. Me too. And her being like, no, don't worry, I circled her so many no. times every day. Just <laughs> on your, you know, on tiptoe as you're just going like this. <laughs> All right, John, you want to leave this out? Yeah. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Call to the Table. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or ideas for any other episodes, those concerns can be directed towards Olivia, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when she mouths along with what you're saying, I I know. know. That's why I'm changing it up. Ah. (laughs) But get in contact with us. I called to the table at gmail.com. <laughs> There's a pod in there somewhere. I know I forgot no, that. No, no, no. no, no, no. All to the table at gmail.com. I should know this. I made it. Yeah, it's really. all to the table pod for the Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, see, now you just all confused. Exactly. We all just took John's job. Always <laughs> <laughs> bound to happen. I'm about to say. Talk about our next topic. I'm and so thank, and again, thank you for joining us for this one where we talk about fellowship, especially with fellow believers. Please join us next week as we talk about continuing relationships with non-believers and people of different religions. Why do you keep addressing me, John? Well, I used to keep it. Bye, it's time to go now. Bye.